beautifuls. I'm so happy to be able to sit with you today and to share this amazing story of Jack and Emily. Oh my gosh. I actually first heard this online and it resonated with me so much. It makes so much sense. And I want you to know, as a people, as a little human, there's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with what you want. Just a lot of times when we get into and we talk about relationships and coupleships and unions, there's this growth that happens over the years. You know, you have that first initial interaction and um, it's a completely different energy, right? In the beginning, in the lust part, in the, oh, wow, this is the best thing that have ever happened to me part that first year or two right but you get into 11 years and 20 years and such people have to kind of grow together journey together accept changes accept people mm, evolving and growing and changing first your individuals in any union guys your individuals first your individuals when you met and still today, 20 years later, you're still individuals, but you chose union. You, you chose, chose, <laughs> you chose to sit with each other in life. You chose that. But I want to say you can also choose not to sit with each other any longer. And that's okay too. You know, I talk about that in the very beginning. I can coach and share these concepts with concepts with you and you can choose to couple up like learn them grow them change them evolve them communicate with each other share your innermost mm, secrets speak the truth for the first time in 12 years or 10 years or 5 years or 20 years you can speak the truth for the first time here's the truthiest truth that I know you're not the same person you were 10 years ago five years ago two years ago 20 years ago you're not the same person I am NOT the same person I was 10 years ago I'm not the same person five that I was five years ago I'm not the same person I was in my 20s or my 30s or my 40s and neither are you and neither is your partner okay there's nothing wrong with them though I truly do want to ask you to lay down your judgment your criticism your condemnation and your blaming and shaming and making everything about that partner and what they are doing or are not doing that's no way to be in life. It's no way to be with what you first called your friend. What you first called your lover. What you first called your significant other. It's not how you felt about them in the beginning. Why are you doing that now, right? So let's get off to this bread story. It's huge, it's huge, it's huge. So remember, this is about Jack and Emily. I'm going to tell you, Jack loves some bread. He meets Emily, and Emily is a professional bread maker. 
Like she does that for a living. High quality, time invested, quality invested ingredients. And she makes this amazing homemade bread. And Jack has experienced this on the short-term gratification level maybe three times, maybe seven times. I don't know. But it's not exactly what he's into, you know? He just wants bread. And he wants bread when he wants bread, damn it. (laughs) That's Jack's belief. And that's what Jack wants. I mean, if you ask him, what do you want? I want frickin' frackin' bread. A.K.A. sex. If you ask Emily what she wants, she wants high quality, high ingredients, lots of time, lots of kneading, kneading her bread, right? And she wants people to honor and value and treat it as sacred and holy. It is some masterful homemade bread that Emily wants to bring to the table, right? So Jack loves bread. He meets Emily, and Emily is a bread maker. After the date, Jack walks Emily to the car, and he asks Emily for some bread. Emily's like, Jack, I, I don't have any bread tonight. Emily doesn't have any bread, right? But she tells him that she's tells him that she's more than happy to make some bread for him. It just takes a little time. Jack is insta pissed. He's pissed and he's pissy. Jack was craving bread, damn it. So Jack decides he's done with Emily. Done. He is done with Emily, the bread maker. Her bread takes too long. Her bread takes too long to make. Right? That makes sense. Jack wants bread. Emily doesn't have any tonight. She has to go and bake that bread and knead it and do all these things that make it so good, right? One day, Emily spots Jack coming out of the store with some store-bought bread. Yuck, she says. She feels super rejected. Why would he choose regular old store-bought bread when I'm a masterful bread maker? Then Emily soon reminded herself, Oh, Jack's never really experienced the long-term gratification of true homemade bread before. Jack's never really experienced that in the long term. In quotations, I wrote, Jack's never experienced true intimacy that leads to beautiful sexual intimacy. He just wants some freaking bread when he wants some freaking bread, right? What I want to say here is sliced bread from the store is fine. It's fine. 
There's nothing wrong with that. But he doesn't know the quality. He doesn't know the substance that goes into making a high-quality loaf of bread. The quality ingredients, the time, the kneading, you know, working that dough, and how much healthier it is. All those things. He doesn't really know that. So Emily decides not to feel rejected because basically Jack is kind of clueless. He doesn't know what he doesn't know. And yes, he rejected her because he doesn't know what he doesn't know. He doesn't know any better. Jack wanted bread, a.k.a. Jack wanted intimacy, a.k.a. sex. Emily wanted emotional intimacy first. She wanted the quality ingredients, the conversations, the holding, the helping, the trust, the safety, all the emotional ingredients to this high quality bread that she makes. You know, the number one things that couples can fight about is, is not what they say out there commonly, right? It's not finances. It's not communication. It's not, um, what? I don't know. It's not finances and it's not communication and it's not the differences what it is when you get down to the root of what's going on is emotional connection that's what they fight about we're not connecting we're not connecting we're not connecting so we can call that a trigger when when you're not connecting with your partner and it upsets you that's a trigger So what you want to do is go over there and investigate, uncover and discover what it is in you that gets triggered from that, whatever that was, right? A high quality friendship in union is the greatest predictor of long-term gratification. Just sex for the sake of sex? is a very short-term gratification stance, right? So now with this couple, 10 years later, 20 years later, they're trying to get back to their values individually and then collectively. You know, feeling rejected rejected should lead you to understanding more thoroughly what it is your partner's needing. It should lead you to investigate because any type of rejection is actually redirection for you. Caught up in that trigger, it's redirecting you to look at your old beliefs, to look at your stances, to look at your attitudes, to look at what you're bringing to the table, what you're demanding. I want sex and I want it tonight. Yuck. You know, that's never going to work. Anything you do like that goes under the umbrella of manipulation. It goes under the umbrella of control. 
and it can lead to real abuse, emotional and physical abuse, mental abuse. It's just not cool. You don't get to demand things from anyone, much less your partner. So basically, Jack doesn't really see or respect or embrace Emily's value as a quality bread maker. Emily realizes this, but what she knows for sure is his opinion, his value of her. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that the value doesn't exist. Emily knows for sure she brings to the table great value. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Jack, she knows this. Jack was rejecting that which he was familiar, is familiar with. Sex is sex to him. I want you to understand there's nothing wrong with either of these stances. Emily wants slow emotional connection, quality ingredients, and come out with a beautiful homemade loaf of masterful bread, right? Jack wants to walk in the store, buy some bread, and get it done. Sex is sex to him. There's nothing wrong with either of those. Stop making each other so bad and so wrong, right? Accept the truthiest truths about your partner. Jack is that sex is sex dude. And yes, he could get in there and work on that, but God, he don't want to. Emily, on the other hand, is very devoted to what it takes and the time it takes. You know, cultivating the friendship, cultivating honor, holiness, sacredness, trust, high value, quality ingredients in her life. She's a good quality bread maker. Or desires to be, right? That's what she wants. She knows what she wants too. Jack knows what he wants too. So what I'm saying here is this kind of makes these two a mix match. They were not a mix match when they met. They weren't. They were very similar. Very much, you know, same, same in a lot of different ways. But they stepped in individually and started learning and growing and changing. And Jack just wants his old Emily back that he met when they married and married, right? And Emily wants Jack to evolve, to change, to grow, and to understand how to have mm, true intimacy and connection prior to physical, sexual intimacy. So if they don't get on the same page, let that be okay, right? Jack is not wrong for what he wants. Emily is not wrong for what she wants. Unless they both choose individually and collectively to put in the time, the quality, the needing, right? The key ingredients, the time, 
the what it takes unless they choose that individually and then choose that again collectively they sit here today as a mix match they are not resonating together it's not working and it's okay it's okay Jack if you go out and you find what it is that you want find a partner that also believes sex is sex let's do it baby and Emily wants to go find possibly a partner that wants to put the time and the quality ingredients into it and all that stuff and take time and get to know each other intimately and connect and then move into the physical intimacy and she wants that rolling along in her life on the daily on the weekly right she doesn't want or desire a partner that gets pissed or pissy when she's not resonating with them right she doesn't want to make Jack, Jack bad or wrong she's just saying that's not what's working what works or what's working for me she's not criticizing him or condemning him or judging him other than that whole pissed and pissy thing that doesn't work for her at all like get away from me not okay feels unsafe feels like please get me out of this immediately she wants nothing to do with all that Jack keeps approaching her with this sex is just sex come on he's that dude give me what I want when I want it how I want it and we'll all be happy here no Emily's not happy with that and you're not happy Jack Jack's not happy with how slow Emily wants to go he's not happy with the high quality desires in conversation and walks and hand-holding and I don't know he's not happy there either like get me out of here he says I just want sex right it's a mix match wasn't it wasn't 10 years ago 20 years ago today it is because they've grown and evolved differently as individuals making their union um, not come together as they both desire it to, to right and that's okay and that leads me to that uncoupling y'all quit being mean to each other uncouple and go find what it is that you truly desire remember Jack is that sex is sex dude go find someone to be with that also sees and believes sex is sex let's do it dude now they're gonna do that in the first two years but long term stay with them long term till you really understand they see sex as sex like they see it like you see it and Emily can go over here and look for sacredness and trust and value and quality and holiness and time the time and the needing and the cultivating that she so desires right it wasn't a mix match in the beginning guys but today it feels like a real mix match and that's okay you're not wrong individually 
but it is hard on you both if you continue in union so differently. You're so different today than you were 10 years ago, 20 years ago. I want you to each sit back and really take into consideration that what you're doing to each other isn't love. It's torture. And it's torture for the beautiful little humans that are in and around you. Because you're so unhappy, unfulfilled, frustrated, feeling rejected, all the things. So why not uncouple beautifully? Why not co-parent beautifully? Why not accept each other as you are? Jack, it's okay if you don't want to do this. Like if you want to go on and live under the umbrella of sex is sex, dude, do that. You don't have to change. But you do have to accept that that's all you want, damn it. And Emily, you can have what you want too. Both of you should be able to go and seek what resonates with you under the umbrella of intimacy and under the umbrella of sexual intimacy. If you're listening to this and you're with a partner, please accept how they feel. You know, get in there and examine it and get curious. Ask questions. Be able to say, tell me more. Tell me more about that. Truly understand their wounds. Truly understand and give them a safe space to communicate how they feel under the umbrella of rejection. Under the umbrella of feeling um, alone and lonely, even in a marriage. Give them a chance and a safe space to express Be curious about it. Like a mechanic, go in there and try to figure out what's going on with the engine so you better understand how to support a partner. It can't be my way or the highway, ever. Yes, you want what you want. And there's nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with that. But get out on the table what it is that you want individually. Give him a chance to share what he wants. I want sex when I want sex, damn it, right? Let him express that and let him know that's cool. It's just not the same as me. It's not what I want today, 10 years later, 20 years later, right? Let her express, God, I want. I want time. I want to need I want to knead the dough. I want to make this high-quality bread. I want high-quality ingredients. I want high-quality conversations. I want high-quality cuddling. Whatever it is that she's wanting, right? And come to adore her for what it is that she wants. Come to accept her for what it is that she truly wants. That you're either unwilling or unable to give to her. Don't be mean to her about that. 
you know, you want what you want because it's familiar. She's wanting what she's wanting because she wants to come become familiar with high quality connections or connection, high quality intimacy and high quality sexual intimacy. This is about acceptance. This is not about my way or the highway. This is about love, true loving. <coughs> you know, with our kids, we don't love every single freaking fracking thing they do. However, I kind of love that about my kids, but a lot of times we don't when they're growing up or when they're in their teenage years or when they're toddlers or whatever. Same is true for the little human that you married or that you're in union with. We're not going to love them every moment of every day. That's why it's so good to have me time. Right? All right. I hope this has helped. I hope it helps a lot of people out there to truly get to that core conversation and bring forward your truthiest truth about how you're feeling. Get to the root of how you're feeling. Get to the root of accepting the differences in the two of you. And then if you want to work together and walk together, cool, I'm here for you. If you want to separate and go your separate ways, cool, I'm here for you. There is no right and wrong. There is no good and bad. I want you to stop, Jack, making her bad. And Emily, I love that you can accept that you want to be a quality bread maker. You want that in your life. But at the same time, don't make Jack bad because he's a sexist sex dude, right? Y'all love each other and accept each other and go your separate ways. And be kind and courteous and respectful and honor each other and see what has happened with that baby and stuff as holiness and sacredness and you can do this you can do this in a good way or you can keep sitting around being mean to each other mean spiritedness floats up resentment floats up and it hurts everybody under the roof everybody you her you him and especially especially the energy in the home and the energy that surrounds that baby. Y'all can do good. You can do better. You can bring forward your truthiest truth too. Your truthiest truth. I'm calling you forward to share your truthiest truth with your significant other. And don't make that conversation about them. You make that conversation about you. Bring it home to you. Remember when you point that finger? There are three pointing back to you. That's where you want to communicate from. I love you big. I'll see you next time. This is Teresa, signing off.